Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today you've got me, Ellen Fidian, and we are making a splash with tap water. What's in it and what makes it taste different? Are you fussy about tap water or too thirsty to care? I'm usually in the latter category. I've had people tell me that tap water tastes better or worse, but I've not been able to spot it. Actually, as a South Australian, it's possible that I am just naturally defensive about water. We simply don't get enough water here to be normal about it. I can spot soap, though. When I moved from Adelaide to Canberra, I was surprised to discover I only needed about half the shampoo I used to use to get a good lather. It was unsettling. So what exactly is in our tap water and why is it there? Let's dive in to find out. I'm hoping it's not a surprise when I say that water, H2O, is the main ingredient in tap water. In fact, by weight, in Australia, tap water is at least 99.94% water. I would like to imagine this number is an homage to Don Bradman, but I suspect it's got more to do with human health and taste. The Australian Drinking Water Guidelines, which were created in 2011, sets maximum limits for all the things that are commonly seen in tap water. They're guidelines rather than legally binding rules, but states and territories use them to inform their regulations, which are often a bit stricter. According to the guidelines, any water with less than 600 milligrams of total dissolved solids per litre is good quality drinking water. This means it's got an acceptable colour, taste and a few other properties we'll get into later. But anything below 1,200 milligrams per litre is considered drinkable. It only gets unacceptable after that. A milligram is a thousandth of a gram. 600 milligrams is 0.6 grams. So in general, you've got a maximum of 0.6 grams of stuff per litre of tap water. But it's usually much lower than that. Total dissolved solids is a bit vague. What does it actually mean? Water is an absolute expert at having other stuff in it. That's actually one of the things that makes it so valuable for life. Water is a very friendly molecule, wanting to play with nearly anything it meets. In practice, this means it's very good at dissolving things. So all water has millions of different things dissolved in it. This includes dissolved minerals from soils and rocks, contaminants from agricultural runoff, and a lot of biological matter, including microbes and bacteria. Water treatment removes many of these things, especially the stuff that's alive. Our water supply is treated first with fine filtration and then disinfected. But that process doesn't remove everything. A few minerals are left behind, things that have been dissolved by running off rocks. These chemicals can include carbonates, chlorides and potassium. There are also usually a few naturally occurring metals, including sodium, calcium and magnesium. All of these compounds are present in concentrations of a few dozen milligrams per litre, so a fraction of a gram for each. Calcium and magnesium carbonate salts are what makes water hard. It gives it that hard taste and messes with soap bubbles. You still get clean when washing in hard water, but you don't get as satisfying a lather. These minerals come from rocks, especially limestone, so places that use groundwater will often have harder tap water. 
in even lower concentrations, weighing in at things like 0.01 or 0.0003 milligrams per litre, you get metals like iron and lead, and some organic matter. These concentrations are virtually non-existent, but water providers track them closely just in case they get too high. What gets added to tap water? The biggest addition is a disinfectant. Usually this is chlorine, which is perfect for killing off those water supply microbes that are out to ruin your day. Aesthetically, we tend to notice the smell of chlorine once it's in concentrations above about 0.6 milligrams per litre, although some people are even more sensitive to it. So this is usually the upper limit that water providers stick to. But you can drink water with higher concentrations of chlorine and be fine. Think accidentally copping a mouthful in a swimming pool. 5 milligrams per litre is the maximum amount of chlorine permitted for health reasons. The other thing added to tap water has drawn a bit of controversy in the past. Fluoride. Fluoride helps to strengthen teeth, and populations with fluoridated water also have lower instances of cavities. The exact amount of fluoride in your drinking water varies, but it's usually somewhere between 0.5 milligrams per litre and 1 milligram per litre, with a maximum of 1.5 milligrams. It's true that fluoride is toxic in high amounts, but so is literally everything else you eat and drink. If you drink 10 litres of water in a couple of hours, that's going to cause you a lot of damage, and it might even be fatal. Now, fluoride is toxic in lower amounts than water. Four or five grams in a short time frame is enough to worry about. That does sound pretty low, but consider how much fluoride is in your drinking water initially, a maximum of one and a half milligrams per litre. So, to ingest even one gram of fluoride from tap water, you'd need to drink nearly a thousand litres. You're going to die of water poisoning long before you even begin to notice the fluoride. Incidentally, this is true of all the other stuff I've listed in tap water too. They'll cause damage if you get a lot of them, but they're just not in high enough concentrations. What about acidity? These minerals all play a role in how acidic or basic your tap water is. Carbonates make the water more basic, while some metals make it more acidic. A pH, acid measure, of anywhere between 6 and 8.5 is aesthetically fine, and you're not likely to notice it drinking. But here's one spot you might see the difference. Making tea. If you've ever squeezed a lemon into a cup of black tea, you might have noticed that it gets lighter. The acid breaks up these darkly coloured molecules called theorubogens, which provide a lot of the red-brown pigment. Plain water can have this effect too. In places where the tap water is more acidic, tea looks lighter, and in places where it's less acidic and more basic, it's darker. Why does tap water taste worse in some places? I know what you're thinking, but I'm not going to defend Adelaide's tap water reputation. We have wine to make up for it. There's wiggle room within all these guidelines. Some places have higher salinity, while others might have more fluoride. Water providers aren't going to clear out safe amounts of naturally occurring minerals just because you can't get a good soap lather. But the people drinking the water do make a difference. Perth, for instance, has much lower sodium in its drinking water than the rest of the country. This is pretty ironic because Perth actually desalinates about half of its drinking water, way more than any other big city does. 
Because Perth's water is desalinated ocean water, people in Perth are much more concerned about the amount of salt that they might be drinking. So the rules around sodium at water treatment plants are stricter. Can't I just drink pure water? Rain and spring water is just as impure as tap water, although they have different impurities. Not only are you never drinking pure water, it's actually a bad idea for you to do that. It is possible to purify water. A process called reverse osmosis is particularly effective. Reverse osmosis taps are super common in science labs. It's possible there was one or two at your high school. And deionized or demineralized water is sold in supermarkets, mostly for use in irons. Don't drink this. Remember how I said that water was a really good dissolver? Because it's got nothing else in it, pure water is free to dissolve a whole heap of other stuff in your body. That demineralized water can suck important minerals out of your cells. You can think of your cells like salty sacks with permeable walls. If there's purer water outside than in, some of those salts are going to leave. You then pee it out, meaning you start to lose important minerals and electrolytes in your body. Now, a cup of deionized water is unlikely to cause any harm, although I can't imagine why you'd want to try it because it doesn't taste like anything. But drinking a lot of it, and especially drinking it long term, will continue to suck minerals from your body, a kind of quiet, liquid vampire. This is why water desalination plants actually add minerals back into the water once it's been treated. Desalination purifies water so much that it becomes too pure to drink on its own. So, if you see a bottle of demineralized water on a supermarket shelf, take that do not drink sticker seriously. We'll be back soon with more weird and wacky answers to life's questions, but in the meantime, you can head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week for another Huh? Science Explained. <laughs>